Welcome to Cultivating Goodness, the official podcast of TristanSinclair.com, where we are committed to developing the best version of ourselves so we can better fulfill our mission and purpose. I thought a really good way to start this podcast series where we're going to be looking at all these different topics and we're going to be going back to the origin, the who purpose of whatever it is we're going to be talking about. I thought a good way to start that out would be to look at the who of like who we are, like what is our identity? So let's talk about identity. And with identity, I really struggle with this in regard because it's really hard to separate our identity from our purpose. We as Christians, if you are a born again believer, it's really hard to separate our identity from our purpose. But I'm going to try it. So while you are lacking so much of this topic of identity without hearing the purpose, I'm going to be linking my blog post where I talk more about purpose in the show notes below. So be sure to check those out until you get an audio podcast version talking about purpose. So for now, there's also a lot that we can talk about with identity. So I'm going to specifically be taking it from the angle of how to find your identity. But at the end of this podcast, if you feel like you've been left hanging and you feel like, wait, you didn't cover this. Like I've been struggling with this. I've been thinking about this. There's so much more to cover. Don't let me leave you hanging. Like, let me know. You can email me. You can comment in one of my blog posts or you can fill out a form at the bottom of the about me section. I'll link all those in the show notes below. But however you find a means, contact me. Let me know. That way I can address your specific question in more depth. With all that caveat to say, I'm going to try to hone in the very large topic of identity and separate it from purpose by talking about how to find your identity. So where this is all coming from is how we are in a world, we are in a culture that's full of so many voices that are proclaiming, you can be whoever you want to be. Like, it's just an open world, it's free range, there's so many options, there's so many choices, and you can get, it's so easy to get lost and just not know, well, what do I pick? Like, how do I know? Which one's the right one? How do I know who I'm meant to be? There's too many options. Now, granted, there is some truth in that and how we do vary on the surface level. Like, the music that you like, the brand of clothing that you like is going to differ from mine because we're different on a surface level. But if you take it back to the heart, if you take it back to the core, we're all very similar. We have the same core desires, struggles, wants, needs. Like we all wanna be loved. Underneath every straight face, underneath every character and personality, at the core of every person is just a small, scared little child who just wants to be loved. And while that might be ticking on somebody's pride right now, I really have found from my observations and learning that that is true. So taking it from this perspective of how we're different on the surface level, but same at the heart, Let's break identity into three fundamental sections. The first one, hone in on God. You cannot understand who you are until you grasp who you were made after. Christ is the cornerstone. So if you have any hope of knowing yourself, you must know who you are because of him, who he says you are, and who you are because of what he did on the cross. I really like Rebecca McLaughlin's quote from her book, Confronting Christianity. She said, who I am in relation to God is my authentic self. I find myself not in the depths of my psychology, but in the depths of his heart. And when he calls you or me child, beloved, friend, that's who we are. And any other identity, male, female, father, mother, child, friend, flows out of that. So this first point of here where I'm talking about how you can find your identity by honing in on God is my most countercultural point, because the world will tell you we're all good people. We have good intentions. We are good at the core. But when you are honing in on God, you have to reckon that our hearts, our core as human beings, 
is not pretty. And this is where so much self-deprecation can come in from. This is where so much fear and our desire for approval can come in from because we know this fact that we're not good and we do everything in our means possible to cover it up. So to truly know yourself, you must be in Christ. And to be in Christ, you must be born again. And to be born again, to be saved, to be regenerated, you have to reckon with the pitch black depravity of the human heart. And this goes along with the other countercultural misconception that Christians are not strong people who have it all together. We are weak people who admit that we need a savior. We are sinners, but we are sinners who are saved by grace. We as Christians are failures. God is our forgiver. We are sinners. We as everybody, a human being, we are sinners and God is our savior. I am broken. He is my healer. I am his child. He is my God. And the more you realize how wicked you are, the more you realize the darkness and depravity and pitch black tarness of our hearts, the more you will see the glory of the gospel. Because it was when we were at our darkest that Christ died for us. And this truth will revolutionize your identity. There are so many songs that speak to this and like songs that talk about Christ's love of him coming down to us, like how he loves us, reckless love, your love never fails, all I've ever needed, your love. And then ones who talk about taking that, owning that, and that becoming our identity, who you say I am, fix my eyes, live like you're loved, grace wins, you say, hello, my name is flawless, he knows my name through your eyes, write your story. And these are getting into how taking that as we're going to get into this, and this is where identity and purpose overlap a lot of taking that ownership of who you are and then exporting that to others with write your story and my story. And that was then, this is now instead of myself, which is an instrumental piece, alabaster heart, ready or not, trouble, like the list goes on and on and on. And so as part of how I cross-reference and double check myself when I'm writing blog posts is like, okay, look at quotes, look at songs. This is not just a theme where, that I'm noticing from my my personal observations or from what I'm learning from sermons or other theology sources. This is a common theme in Christian and non-Christian songs. So that's the first point. You can find your identity by honing in on God. And again, there's a lot more that goes into that, but that's the flyover version. You can secondly find and identify your identity by recognizing your uniqueness. So upon looking at Christ, you will comprehend that your identity is a vessel. This is going back to 1 Corinthians 3.16. You are God's temple that the Spirit dwells in. You are a broken pot that holds God's light. You are a cracked mirror that reflects his glory. You are a bent arrow that points back to him. This is the fundamental core of our identity, of who we are. And what that looks like, how you carry that out, will depend on how you are different from other people. This is going back to those shallow things I was talking about. But I've found that you cannot really fully recognize your uniqueness and what makes you different without looking at other people. And so this is where it's like, wait, you shouldn't be comparing. But there's there's a balance to everything in life. And comparison is one of those topics that is not an exception to the balance thing is there is a healthy form of observing and comparing, which don't don't take that and run with that. You just need to moderate it. So with that, I get this from a personal experience story of the last spring I was in college, I went on a beach trip and on the way down, somebody was playing their playlist. And then on the way up, I was given the DJ privileges. I can't speak, I promise. And what I, while both playlists, they were fun and they were enjoyed and people were singing along, I was struck by a very distinct difference between the playlist we sang on the way down and the one that I played from on the way up. And the first playlist had a very strong breakup theme. Like 
each of the songs was speaking to like anger, pain, regret, and like the songs were fun and peppy and upbeat. But when you were listening to the lyrics, and I'm that weirdo who can't listen to a song if the lyrics don't agree with my beliefs, the lyrics as I was listening to them and trying to figure out what the songs were saying, because I hadn't heard most of them, were talking about anger, pain, and regret. And I noticed a very stark contrast to my playlist when we played it had a very clear streak of friendship. I was saying like, these are my people and we are going together with looking poignantly at the past, but traveling together into the future. And with taking those comparisons and thinking about them, I realized in a new light that something that is fairly unique and special about me is I am rooted in where I came from, places just as well as people. I wouldn't be who I am today without those that God has placed in my path to direct or pour into me. And that realization gets me really excited about the future to be like, who am I going to meet down the path that's going to also pour into me? But then also just to keep learning and growing with those that are going to be traveling with me, learning and growing. And then again, those who I'm going to meet along the way. And so that's something that just thinking about, like, I wouldn't have necessarily realized that because this is something that I had already observed in myself, but I didn't realize it was special or unique to me until I had that contrast. And not to say that their playlist is wrong or they just, you know, not, not I'm not putting that, them down to any degree, but just looking at it from a self-awareness, self-reflection standpoint of just, I wouldn't have had that interesting contrast and realized or been reminded about that thing about myself that gets me excited and helps me identify who I am as a person. And that's a good example, but the same thing can be said where if you're noticing something good about someone and then uh, some, like an evidence of grace that the spirit is moving in their life and that you don't have the same thing, that can be a reminder for you to, hey, I need to work on this. I need to cultivate this. I need to grow and be better in this area. So it can go both ways. So that's, you can recognize your uniqueness by looking at other people. Secondly, on the point, the third point here is plug into your community is a way that you can help identify your identity, help find your identity. And this is continuing off of that same thing of us being vessels, of us being pots, arrows, broken mirrors. Imagine Dragons effectively said this in their song, Whatever It Takes. We are apostrophes, symbols to remind others that there is more to see. And this again is really tinkering on the edges of talking about purpose, which I really want to get into, but we're focusing on identity here. So, Similarly, going along with the identity thing, Casting Crowns also said, I'm just a nobody trying to tell everybody all about somebody who saved my soul. And so this sits squarely on top of the truth of how we are relational beings. We need people. God is a social God, as you see in Genesis 1.26. He has the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The Trinity is a community. God is a social God. He is communing and socializing within the Trinity. And since we are made in the image of God, we also are relational beings. We were created to be with people. We need people. As God said in Genesis 2.18, we were not created to be alone. And so we are the most in tune with the truest version of ourselves when we are pouring into someone else. I like the quote by Mark Twain. He said, the best way to cheer yourself up is to cheer somebody else up. If you are struggling and working through or just having like a really big identity crisis or walking through a really difficult season, one of the best ways to get through that season is to get plugged into your community, to serve, to pour into others. Because ironically, again, with the countercultural points here, when we're talking about our identity as believers, as Christians, it's when you are pouring into other people that you feel the most fulfilled and the best version of yourself. And that's because we were made in the image of God as relational beings. We need people. You were not given another day in your life because you need it, but because somebody else needs you. Your 
And now I'm talking about purpose. Your purpose is for the sake of another. We're going to get into purpose, I promise, but for identity, read the blog post. The blog post will get you answers sooner than I can put podcasts out. So yes, serving a church and going to weeknight small group meetings and pouring yourself into a body of believers can be exhausting and relatively inconvenient. But you will find from experience, as I have found from experience, that when you go and get out of yourself, you leave feeling so much more refreshed than you had been if you had just wallowed in self-absorbed pits of just getting stuck in thought cycles. I am very much a thinker and I can get very tied up in thought cycles. And so it is when I get out of myself and I pour into community that I am most in tune with my identity of who God made me because it's when I'm with people that I'm reminded of why I am here. So that is the synopsis flyover version of identity, just talking about identity. If you just feel like that there are so many more things, you're like, wait, you didn't go into this. I'd love to hear more about this. Please let me know. I want to cover and answer your questions and talk about things of where you're at, where you're struggling with, with identity specifically. We're talking about this one. For now, make sure you check out the show notes below to look at purpose and all the the several articles I have of your purpose, obviously talking about purpose, five reasons to tell your story. There's also how to be a well-rounded person different articles like that. So go check those out for now and then let me know specific questions, things that I can get into to further develop and cultivate and get into this idea of identity for this particular topic. Of course, we're going to be covering a lot more topics here in the future. So make sure you go to tristansinclair.com and you subscribe to the blog so we can get notification about blog posts that are coming out on Wednesdays and my YouTube channel for videos that are coming out on Fridays. And then of course here for podcasts on Tuesdays, there's a lot going on here. And I am so excited for all of you who have come along and are joining in this journey because we are refusing to settle for who we can be and pushing ourselves to become the best we can be. So getting into purpose again, that we can better fulfill our mission and purpose.